What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. Um, so, uh, guys, um, so listen up. Um, I decided to come on here today because um, I have another list I want to share with you guys today. Um, my list, my second list for today. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, um, I'm gonna be uh, talking about. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna be giving you guys, giving you guys my four bold predictions for. Uh, the New York Giants against the Dallas Cowboys um, tomorrow night. Um, obviously, uh, there's been a lot of talk about this game. You know, can the Giants finally can the Giants finally take down the Dallas Cowboys? Can they can they end the reign of Dak Prescott beating uh, the Giants? You know, can the Giants end Dak Prescott's reign? You know, like I said before, guys, Dak Prescott, he's 10 and 2 against the Cowboys. He's 10 and 2 against the Giants. The last last time the Giants beat Dak Prescott was in his rookie year. Um, So, yeah. Um, So, yeah, this is going to be an interesting game. You know, um, this is going to be a, this is going to be a, it's going to be an exciting game to watch. I feel like this game is going to go down to the wire. Um, I think whoever wants, whoever, I, f- I feel like whoever would want to win this game, uh, their coach, I think, I think coaching matters in this game. Cause when I look at both teams, I think both teams are very, I think both teams are very talented. Um, but I feel like this game goes down to coaching and I trust Brian Dayball more in this game, you know, because Look, we don't know. Look, we don't know what we're gonna get from Mike McCarthy. Um, uh, Mike McCarthy hasn't called plays in years, um, so it's gonna be interesting to see how Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott work together um, this season. Obviously, it's a big year for Dak. You know, I mean, there's no excuses. You know, you got a lot. You got a lot of weapons. You got a lot. You got a lot of talent at the wide receiving core. You know, you got one of your best offensive linemen um, signed to a long-term deal. You got one of the best defenses in the NFL. There's no. There's and you got a Super Bowl-winning head coach. There's no excuses. Dak Prescott can't screw up. You know. And obviously, everyone's been saying how Mike McCarthy is going to limit Dak Prescott, uh, limit Dak Prescott's mistakes, you know. Um, but Dak, he's going to have to throw the football, you know. Like you can't in today's game, you can't win. You, in today's game, you, you can't dominate by running the ball constantly. You got to pass the ball. That's why. That's why. That's why we call it the. That's why the NFL is a passing league now because so many, so many, so many football teams pass the football, you know. Like running the football constantly now in today's game, it's it's you know it's tough because def- you know defensive players now are they're bigger, they're faster, they're much more you know they're much more as you know they're much they're just de- just overall defensive players are much better you know the game has changed over you know over you know the game has changed over time you know so. It's going to be interesting to see how the Cowboys look because, I mean, 
the Cowboys don't really have a they don't really have a true all-time running back that they can use in game time situations. I mean, if you use Tony Pollard or Deuce Vaughn and you try to run them up the middle against against defensive linemen, <laughs> Tony Pollard's gonna he's gonna get teared up into shreds. You know, you know, he's gonna get teared up into pieces. You know, like Tony Pollard, he he does I'm not saying the guy can't play. Of course he can play. But he's not an Ezekiel Elliott. He's not a Saquon Barker. Tony Pollard, he's a he's a home run hitter. He's meant to he's meant for those little outside zone run plays. He's not meant he you can't run him in the you can't put him in those inside run zone plays because he'll get killed. You know, and Deuce Vaughn, he ain't gonna go anywhere. Deuce Vaughn's little. Deuce Vaughn is another home run hitter. You can use him in the out you can use him in the passing game. And obviously if you look at his highlights at Kansas State, you know, they use him a lot in the passing game. You know? So Dak, he's gonna have to throw the football. You know? So like this is not the same Giants team. This isn't the same Giants team Dak has been facing for years. This is a Giants team that's motivated. This is a Giants team that's that's looking to get back to the get back to the postseason. You know, this Giants team is different. Daniel Jones isn't the same Daniel Jones. That all those years, all those games that Dak Prescott was winning, that was in the Eli Manning era. And that was against a a young and unproven Daniel Jones. Now you have a a Giants team that has a proven quarterback in Daniel Jones who has stopped turning over the football. Brian Dayball is, a, is clearly a really good head coach. And Mike Kafka is coming back as, as the offensive coordinator. And let's not forget about this Giants defense who it's going to, the Giants defense, the, the Giants defensive line is projected to be the best in the NFL. And not only that, they bring in Isaiah Simmons, who's going to be a mo- he's going to be a problem. You know, him and Bobby Okereke, they are going to they are going to take care of the tight ends, and that's and that's been something the Giants have struggled. That's been that like the linebacker position. That's the one position the Giants have struggled at for years. It's finding finding adaptable linebackers who can play at a high level. You know, Bobby Okereke can do that. You know, um, he was one of the he was one of the top he was one of the best linebackers in free agency this year. You know, um, so you bring him in, he's gonna do a hell of a job. You know, and Isaiah Simmons, obviously, you guys heard me talk about this kid a lot. This is a guy who I always wanted. This is a guy who I wanted to get in the draft, but you know, we needed offensive line help, so we had, you know, we had again we we needed to fix this offensive line, so we went after Andrew Thomas which is understandable, but now you get Andrew Thomas, and now you, you keep it. Obviously, we all saw the Giants did. They kept Andrew Thomas for, they, they signed Andrew Thomas to a long-term extension, which he deserves every penny, um, because Andrew Thomas, he's one of the best, he's one of the best and youngest tackles in the league, and now you bring in a, mon- you bring in a, you bring in a monster like Isaiah Simmons, who's going to, he's going to dominate. You know, because we don't know how healthy we don't know how healthy this Cowboys offensive line is going to look like. You know, um, so this Giants defensive front is going to be it's going to it's going to cause a big problem for this off for that Cowboys offensive line. You know, 
And look, I understand the guy Zach Martin, but one player, can't, one man can't win you the whole game. You know that's why that's why football. It's that's why you see more players on. That's why you see a lot of players on one team because it's only. It doesn't take. It, it doesn't take one. You know, it it doesn't just take one guy to win you games. It takes everyone. So it's going to be interesting to see how that goes down. And the secondary the Giants have, it's going to be interesting. <sighs> Obviously, we're going to we're going to see how uh, we're going to see how uh, Deontay Banks um, and Trey Hawkins the third do against the uh, the Cowboys receiving core. Um, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be you know I'm 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 excited you know um, because I, I see a lot of potential in both of these guys you know um, Deontay Banks. You know, um, I'm excited to see how he does. You know, um, I'm pretty sure we're, we're, we're like, I, I hate saying it, but we're, we're probably going to get some, we're probably going to see some pass interference penalties. And it's understandable. They're rookies. You know, they're, they're you know, it's going to take time for them to get better. But I believe, I, I feel like, I believe once they get used to it, they will understand it and they will get better at it. You know? Deontay Banks and Trey Hawkins the third they were both of these young guys they were very they were very good in the preseason neither cornerback allowed neither player allowed a reception in, in the preseason now obviously that's the preseason but still we you know um if you see something positive you got it if you see something positive, you got you got to like it. It doesn't matter if it's preseason or the regular season. It's you know you, you got to see that stuff. You know um, that's what the preseason's for. That's what you know the preseason is all about. Seeing what the players you you got out from the draft, what they can do, what they can do on a uh, data on, on a daily basis, and that I feel like that's what I feel like those guys showed that. You know um, and. Dak is going to have to throw that football. And obviously, there's been a lot of talk on can, well, is that, like, is the turnover issue going to remain a problem for Dak? Some people are saying yes. Some people are saying no. Because that's, and I mean, it's a, it's a tricky question. Because Dak Prescott, he's, he's not, He's not something. That's something he doesn't do. He doesn't turn over. He doesn't turn over the football. You know. I mean. I mean, last year was last year was easily Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's worst year ever, playing for the for playing for the Dallas Cowboys. You know. So it's gonna be interesting. Um. But anyways, guys, let's get right into let's get right into this list really quick. <clears throat> Um, so, um, here's my first bold prediction. Um, my first bold prediction, look at, I'm going to predict that Jalen Hyatt posts seven plus, uh, 70 plus receiving yards and a touchdown. Look at, while people can't wait to see what, uh, Deontay, what first round pick Deontay Banks is able to do in his debut, be sure to keep a close eye on Jalen Hyatt in this one. I mean, the third round, the third rounder and former uh, Bilitnikov award winner was brought to East Rutherford for a reason. His speed—that's that's 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 pretty much the only thing, you know. 
and his route running ability. You know, this kid has tremendous wheels. As we saw him blow past Ahmad Sauce Gardner in the preseason in an impressive fashion. In this one, the Giants and Daniel Jones are going to look to get the passing game going early on. There's, of course, going to be plenty of attention on new tight end Darren Waller, plus Darius Slayton and Isaiah Hodgins. Look at Jalen Hyatt won't start, but he's going to have a chance to see to see plenty of the field on Sunday. So look at with so much attention going elsewhere for the Cowboys defense, it could open the door for Jalen Hyatt to quietly have a breakout game in his first regular season action with the Giants. You know, obviously Giants fans would love nothing more than to see him break free for a huge score. So what can look at what can we expect from the rookie? Let's go with five receptions for 73 yards and a touchdown. So that's my first bold prediction. My second bold prediction, and look at everyone, everyone's gonna everyone's gonna uh, everyone's gonna uh, everyone's gonna talk shit, but I don't care. Um and number my second bold prediction is I'm predicting that Daniel Jones outperforms Dak Prescott and silence the haters. Silences the haters. Look it. It goes without saying. But Danny Dimes is going to have to be at his best, obviously, if the Giants want to come away with a victory. Daniel Jones. Dan, uh, Daniel Jones has uh, his record against the Cowboys is one in six, you know, in his career. And he has never come out on top when going up against Dak Prescott. Daniel Jones has had his fair share of struggles against Dallas over the past four years, but that won't be what happens in prime time. Daniel Jones, he's entering this game with plenty of confidence. Joe Shane, uh, general manager Joe Shane, and head uh, head coach Brian Dayball have put their full trust in him. As the fifth-year signal caller earned his four-year $160 million extension this offseason, the former number six overall pick is coming off the best year of his career, and he needs to hit the ground running uh, this weekend. The last time we saw Daniel Jones in action, he had a nightmare showing against Eagles in the NFC Divisional Round. However, the week before, he topped 300 yards and two touchdowns in the wild card round. Uh, wild card uh, uh, in the wild card round win over the Vikings against the Cowboys. I expect for Daniel Jones to toss for 265 yards and three touchdowns, uh, adding at least 50 additional yards on the ground. That's my second bold prediction. My third bold prediction is that the Giants def- the Giants pass rushers, I'm predicting that the Giants pass rushers combine for four sacks. Look, I feel like with the sh- look at the strength for the Giants on defense is without question the pass rush. But Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari, Aziz Ojolari leading the way on the outside, while Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams are two beasts in the middle. When this group is fully healthy, it's terrible news for opposing offensive linemen. Such will be the case for the Cowboys. Look at to to make things even more complicated for the Cowboys is that two of their two of their talented starting uh, offensive linemen are dealing with injuries heading into heading uh, up to the action. Offensive tackle Tyron Smith is battling an ankle injury, um, uh, what, which is not a surprise, you know. And while Tyron Smith is dealing with an injury, there's been another update. Rookie Tyron Smith, he's now he's now doubtful, you know. 
Obviously, Tyron Smith, he's, he's a, this is the guy who's trying to overcome a hamstring issue. It's up in the air if both guy if both players for the Cowboys offensive line will it's good it's up in the air if both if both players will be able to rock for kickoff. Regardless if they play or not, it's clear these injuries are giving them problems. The last thing you need is for two offensive linemen to be less than 100% when going up against the Giants pass rush in the blitz heavy schemes that Wink Martindale features. The, the Giants could end up living in the backfield all night and putting plenty of pressure on Dak Prescott. The Giants could end up with four to five sacks when it's all said and done. <clears throat> and that's my, that's uh, yeah. So that's my third uh, bold prediction. And obviously my last bold prediction. I'm predicting the Giants record the upset win and make a statement. Look it. This, of course, is going to be easier said than done. Said, uh, easier said than done. But we have, look, I have a feeling that the Giants will be the ones doing the celebrating in the Meadowlands tomorrow night. Look at the key additions on both sides of the ball are going to make a mo- monumental difference for Brian Dayball. It feels like it could be a special showing for Darren Waller. Now, Darren Waller, you know, who may, who may, who's, I don't think there's, a, I don't think there's a question. I don't think there's, I don't think there's any question on if Darren Waller is going to be the number one target for Daniel Jones. I think it's very obvious that he will because Darren Waller, he has the most, most experience. He's a top, you know, he's one of the, you know, he's a top four, he's a top three, top four tight end when healthy, you know, so I don't think there's any question about that. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Darius Slayton. Obviously, we all heard what Darius Lane. Obviously, we all heard what Darius Lane was saying. How he, how he wants, how he was just saying a lot of stuff, saying how he could be the number one wide receiver for the Giants. But we got to see. And look at Darius Lane. He's going to have an opportunity all season. If Darren Waller can stay healthy and do what he does, that and like, if you guys, if you guys heard what I said earlier in the off season, Darius, Darren Waller is going to give these. He's going to give guys like. Uh, Jalen Hyatt, Wando, uh, Wando Robinson, when he comes back from it, uh, when when he, once he's 100%, and Darius Slayton, he's gonna give all those guys opportunities to show what they can do in one-on-one matchups. You know, you know, so Darius Slayton, he has an opportunity to, he he'll have an opportunity. You know, um, now the question is, can he do it? I mean, the the NFC East is it's not getting any easier. Getting much more tougher. This division is one. It's clearly the best division in the entire NFC conference, you know. So let's see what happens. But as of right now, Darren Waller, he's he's the clear number one target for Daniel Jones against the Cowboys. Darren Waller was added to the injury report yesterday with a hamstring injury. He is questionable, but the belief is that he'll he'll be good to go. I've, you know, the, I was, I was hearing, uh, there's people that there's people outside of the New York, there's people outside of the Giants organization saying that Darren Waller's injury, hamstring injury, isn't that serious. So that should be, that should be, that should be something, uh, good to hear. If Darren Waller does suit up, which I expect it would be fantastic to see him and Daniel Jones showcase the chemistry they've been working on so much. Also, don't forget about Saquon Barkley. He didn't play in the preseason. He didn't play in the preseason, but 26, number 26 is fresh and ready to remind everyone of how great he can be. 
Saquon is coming off a year in which he posted career highs in both rushing and rushing yards and touchdowns. People can't wait to see what he'll be able to do against the Cowboys. With all that being said, I'm going with the Giants, obviously, to come away with a 27 to 21 victory. Um, it could be closer than that, um, but <clears throat> I'm going with my Giants, you know? <clears throat> so, yeah. And look, people can say I'm biased because I'm always going with my Giants, but hey, it's my team. No, you always, you always want, you always want to, you always want to expect all the good things from your football team, not the bad, you know, you always want to see the positive, not the negative, you know, so, yeah, um, those are my four bold predictions, guys, for the, those are my four bold predictions for the New York Giants when they face the Dallas Cowboys in week one, it's time, it's time to end the, it's time to end it. It's time to remind the Dallas Cowboys that this isn't the same team you've been facing for the last two, three years. This is a team that's that's rejuvenated, that's motivated to get back into the postseason. So, yeah, um, that's all I got to say about that. Um, but let me know how do you guys feel about my four book predictions. And, yeah. I'll get right back. I'll get right back at you guys about that one. Um, but so far, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, I will keep you guys updated for more news about the New York Giants, or more updates if there are any. Um, if there or if there's any more lists I can, I can think of and share with you guys, I'll let you go. I'll let you guys know about that one as well. Or if there's any questions or comments you guys have for me, go down in the Q and A section on the spot on my podcast and. If there's any questions or comments you guys have for me, you know, I'm free to answer or talk to you about any of those questions or comments. Um, But until then, guys, I'm out. Peace.